welcome to another special edition of the Wrestling House Show. My name is Joey. My name is Chris. Alright, it's time for the second quarter of the first round. So we're at the bottom half of the left bracket. Yes, we're 32 <laughs> matches in. Yes. We have, we're going to do 32 more right now. And there's 64 more to go for the first round. Yes. Of what is this thing we're doing? The all-time fantasy tag team champions of the universe tournament. Yes. I'm never going to remember that name. You're going to have to say it every time. Yeah. So. Can you make an acronym for me? Does that spell anything? <laughs> ATFTTC OTUT. No, it doesn't. <laughs> anyway, dang. Unless you, unless you, you know, drop something on your foot, <laughs> and you could say it. All right. Just want to get to it. Yes, let's All get right. to it. Go to it. Let's right. do it. All right. You got, you got your hand in the skull already. <laughs> hand is in the skull. For those of you just joining us, our thing that we're drawing out of is a plastic hollow skull with all the names in it, with Andre the Giant figure guarding it. Um, anyway, the first team for the first match of the second quarter of the first round <laughs> is the Rock and Rave Infection, Lance Rock and Jimmy Rave. Ah, all right. Yeah, managed by Christy Hemi. If you, if that makes a difference in your finish. Um, I guess yeah. I guess it could. Yeah, manager. I, managers have a say, I think. Yeah. So, very exciting tag team, and I guess uh, I guess Vance Archer is uh, missing that team nowadays. Yeah. Because he was Lance Rock. Yes. Although you wouldn't recognize him. You would not recognize him now. Except for the gay. Ba- <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> That's all right. They will be facing uh, another interesting team, Raven's Nest from ECW, two-time ECW champions. That consists of Raven and Stevie Richards. Oh, nice. So a lot of fun, a lot of a lot of rock and roll connections in there. So without being <laughs> and that, infections. Yeah, and infections. I never understood that name, the Rock and Raven Infection. That's going to be hard to pick for me. I'll just off the top of my head, I'm like, hmm. All right. Well, the second match, first team, the Brainbusters, a.k.a. the Horsemen, consisting Ooh. of Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. Ooh. Three-time tag team champions, twice in the NWA and once in the WWE. Well, F, but yeah. Multiple tag team award winners. I, I couldn't even list everything that's on yeah. there. It, you know, it's one of those teams, like I said, I'm never trying to sway the vote, but if... If I don't pick them to go all the way, I could be very surprised. Yeah. So you want to see what tag team wrestling is all about, kids? Go watch yeah, any of their I mean, matches. Even me. I mean, I've only seen like a handful of matches from them, and I know that it's like, damn, every yeah. time. Never seen a team cut the ring off better than them, yeah. hands down. They will be facing uh, the team of Tommy Lane and Mike Davis, also known as the Rock and Roll RPMs. From AWA. I don't even know that team. Um, five, they have some credentials in their territory, though. Uh, five-time Southern Tag Team Champions, one-time CWA, and two-time WWC yeah. Tag Team Champions. So they are decorated, but they've got a tall task ahead of them right there. Yeah. So They were also, the, their biggest appearance is probably Super Brawl 3, which was the big AWA world-class and uh, Supercard. So. Okay. Very cool. Well, match three in this second part of the show is <laughs> the Stud Stable, consisting oh. of Robert Fuller and Jimmy Golden. I don't know who these guys are. Yeah, they were Southern bad guys. Uh, two-time CWA champion, seven-time NWA, is that Southeast? Yeah, SE is Southeast. And two-time NWA Southeast East Continental? Let me see that. Yeah. 
They're NWA s- Southeast Continental Tag Team Champions. I'd never heard of it either. They honestly. had like two tag belts. <laughs> yeah. I guess they. Um, I guess one they went on the road with, and one they stayed at the TV tapings uh-huh. with. I, I don't know either. But um, Robert Fuller and Jimmy Golden are very good veterans. Right. Very very wily. So. They they definitely knew how to get the crowd wild up. I riled up. I used to see them here and there. And they will be facing uh, the odd couple of William Regal and Tajiri, former WWE oh, Tag cool. Team Champions. Regal, I think, has he made his last appearance in this tournament yet? Because he's been in a lot. Yeah. He's on this whole half of the bracket so far. Yeah, he's going to be facing himself. He might be sure. his own worst competition. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Like I said, any team, any guy that teamed up with Regal during that time was going to be an oddball yeah. team. It's like Gold Dust. Exactly, yeah. Why not the Regal Gold Dust team? How did that never happen? Yeah, <laughs> Those guys know. have great chemistry together. They do. Yeah, that, that is weird. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but the fourth match will be Owen Hart and Yokozuna. Ooh. Two-time tag team champions. Uh, a lot of teams can't say they made their debut at WrestleMania. Right. In a sense, that team was formed as Owen Hart's mystery partner, but they stayed around a long time, so yeah. that's why, to me, they deserve to be in this tournament. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Two-time tag champs, of course. Yes, quite a tank and Ferrari team. <laughs> yes. So let's see who has to keep up with the bulk and speed of that team. Ooh, if any team has a shot, they might. Uh, this would be the Varsity Club. Oh, nice. And I'm going to make it fun for all you people at home here. This is kind of the bonus draw. It was boring, but now we're going to make it fun. <laughs> there is five members of the original Varsity Club. Okay. Uh, in my opinion. All right. And you get to pick whether win, lose, or draw, if it makes it easier on you. All right. You have the choice between Kevin Sullivan, Dr. Death Steve Williams, Mike Rotunda, Rick Steiner, and Dan Spivey. Wow. So put whatever team you want together out of there. You know, the only thing I can remember, uh, I do know that Williams and Rotunda held the titles yeah. uh, together. They were the main defenders. So if you people at home want to do it that way to make it easier on yourself, or if you want to just choose any of those two, uh, specify in the email if that's your case. Yeah. So there you go. Did Williams and uh, Steiner ever team up? I'm sure they did, but they were all running together yeah. at that time. Like Kevin, It was so weird because Kevin Sullivan was like always doing satanic gimmicks. Then all of a sudden <laughs> he shows up in a letterman's jacket and he's like managing these guys right. and wrestling with them. <laughs> it was just very odd. Yeah. But some of the best wrestlers of the late 80s. Yeah, if we're talking about that time period, I think I would probably go with Williams and Steiner myself. Yeah. Nothing wrong That's with that. Me. Yeah. Okay, match number five for this part. High Energy, Coco Beware and Owen Hart. Yes. That was, that was a fun team. I used to watch those guys wrestle on primetime wrestling a lot, and they'd usually put them in good squash matches, so it was yeah. a lot of fun for me because I liked both guys a lot. Yeah. And I had I, I, that was around the time I had just found out that Owen actually was the Blue Blazer. Oh, yeah. So that made me like them even more. I always love Coco, even though he like lost all the time. Right. <laughs> I do too. And they will be facing. Oh, this! I would like to see this matchup. They could have made this happen almost. It was so close. Uh, the Dream Team, the original Dream Team of Greg mm-hmm. Valentine and Brutus Beefcake, former WWF champions, also Pro Wrestling Illustrated ranked number 94 tag teams of all time. Huh. So, the Dream Team versus High Energy. Very cool be a good match. Yeah. Um, Alright, match number six. Right to censor, Bull Buchanan and the Godfather. Good father. Good father. Good father. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, With the worst theme song ever. 
Oh, yeah, because there's just that <laughs> beeping, buzzing thing, wasn't it? Yeah, with like a little bit of a drum beat under it. Did they? Oh, yeah. That it's very, they very one, yeah. subliminal. Uh, they were uh, champions, though. Yeah. Bull and the Goodfather. That's, that's one of those great cases where you take someone that you have nothing for yeah. and then you give them a cool new gimmick. Just throw them in this thing. It's like, hey. Yeah. You need to find out why Bull is not, like, still big in the U.S., you know? Yeah. That was so good for yeah, his He size. was really good. I just don't think people just didn't connect with him. Yeah. Uh, here's a case of strength versus speed. Right to Censor will be facing the filthy animals. <laughs> I went ahead and made wow. the I went ahead and made the judgment call on what the team was, considering this is the one that held the titles. Yeah. Uh, so Kidman I'm going and Ray. Kidman and Ray. Billy Kidman and Ray Mysterio, one time WCW World and a cruiserweight tag team champion. So they have both. Oh yeah, they did have those cruiserweight tag titles. Yeah. That was very, very like that was like at the very dying days of yeah. of WCW, but it did happen. I think they actually didn't they like unify them like at the very end or something like that? But um, maybe I don't remember because they didn't have those titles at the the last um, Nitro. I that's know. right. They either defended them or won them at the last Nitro. I remember them wrestling on it though. Did they? Yeah, and I, yeah, that's right because the team that came in with the belts was like um, like Ginger and O'Hare or something like or that. One of those teams with those guys. Yeah. Yeah. The Natural Born Thrillers. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. Anyway, so Right to Censor versus Filthy Animals. That ought to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Can they catch them? <laughs> uh, okay, next match up is, starts off with The Outsiders. Scott Hall and uh, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. You have Scott Nash written down here. Is that Scott Nash yeah. on there? <laughs> Threw me off. Six-time WCW champions and PWI number 40. Of all uh, time. Of all time. Wow. Hall and Nash, very dominant tag team. The the team that jump started the Monday Night Wars yeah. for sure. So it was weird to see him hang out though when they came into WCW. I always thought that was weird to me because yeah. they never teamed up. They were always rivals right. in WWF, so it was real crazy. Really made the curtain go back a lot more yeah. for him. So they will be facing uh, the team of the Hurricane and Rosie, <laughs> former WWE tag team champions. Uh -huh. Not that we're trying to sway you or right. anything, but uh Oh yeah, the Outsiders, Ric Flair's least favorite tag team of all time. Really? He hates those guys. <laughs> hates them. Alright, next matchup is where is it? Uh Oberian and Kodama. Yeah, that's a um that's a Chikara tag team. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was submitted by uh, Adam actually. I'm not familiar with him. Not familiar with him, but that's why we have to go do some research before we pick the winner of the matchup itself. So, uh, very interested to see them. Obviously, they uh, they look like they're a Japanese team, <laughs> judging by their name. Um, is, that, is that right? Varian <laughs> isn't Japanese, but Kodama is. Okay. Well, let's see. I, this is a very long sheet I have here Actually, for this. It could be. It's just spelled weird. Oh, good God. <laughs> Oh, good God. I hope these guys are big. <laughs> they're, they're small. They don't have a chance in hell. They'll be facing the super team um, known in Japan as the Miracle Violence Connection <laughs> of Dr. Death Steve Williams and Terry Bam Bam Gordy. Wow. Five-time All-Japan Unified Champions, NWA and WCW Unified Tag Team Champions, won the Tag Team of the Year in 1992. Wow. Like I said, the first team that came in and killed the legend of the Steiner brothers for me. Even though I still love the guys. Yeah. But those guys came in and killed. So, 
I wish you the best of luck, Oberian uh, and Kodama. Yes. Best of luck. Um, well, the Adam's like twisting in his seat right now. <laughs> I bet it's like, damn it! Next matchup starts off with the new Pit Bulls, Kid Cash and Jamie Noble. Ah, yeah. Remember those guys? Oh, that's right. You didn't. You didn't I didn't them. really see any of this. I mean, I know those guys. Yeah, obviously, but the didn't really had the potential to be a great team. And uh, I know Cash got released uh, before they really could do much of anything, but I don't, I don't really they, see much of Cash's run in WWE. Yeah, they did get to uh, face Lundrick uh, a few times for the tag belts, and they were fine matchups. So I can imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, ah, uh, poor Jamie Noble. And <laughs> we just talked about these guys earlier. They will be facing uh, the Natural Born Thrillers. I think this uh, faction appears a few more times in the tournament. It's different. They have different tag teams and reigns. This one is going to be the team of Palumbo, Chuck Palumbo, and Sean Stasiak Mm -hmm. because they together were three-time WCW tag team champions. So Palumbo, Stasiak versus Noble and Cash. And, hey, Chuck Palumbo feuded with Jamie Noble for a while, so that makes it even more fun. (laughs) I like that. All right, next matchup is the Boogie Knights, Disco Inferno, and Alex Wright. Yes. Who were actually WCW Tag Team Champions. I'm going to call an audible and put uh, uh, Tokyo Magnum at ringside as their manager. All right. <laughs> just to make it awesome. <laughs> so I like Alex Wright. I've never been a fan of Disco Inferno. Yeah, Disco was... Uh, I, I know that... It almost seemed like he was going to be the honky tonk man of uh, of WCW, yeah. you know, because like there was even while like he wasn't confident in his abilities and stuff like yeah. that. So I remember they did a they did a the one of the worst gimmicks you could ever do to somebody is he his gimmick. It was like a Saturday night gimmick, you know, yeah. which I guess makes sense. Hey, Saturday right. night fever. But he couldn't get his finishing move right. He's like, I have this new move and it's awesome, but I can't I do that. it right. And he just kept stumbling over it. And it t- finally turned into a... It's like an arm bar where he puts the guy's arm around his neck and does a neck breaker. Or like oh. a stunner. It's like a front stunner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was really weird. Only ever saw it a whole lot in the video game, like the 64 yeah. game. They will be facing the team of the Super Smash Brothers from uh, Chikara, oh, another okay, submission. Yeah. Uh, and they consist of Player Uno and Player Dos. The Super Smash Brothers. I've seen a little bit of those guys online. Or at least one of them. I don't remember which one it was. Yes. Not in any way influenced by Nintendo. No. <laughs> Even though that's the name of Nintendo video game. Yeah. Um, next matchup, Midnight Express. Version 2, apparently. Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane. Yes. the Probably the most successful version of the late 80s NWA. Yeah, Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton. A lot of, you know, just... I, I could go over their credentials, but this is not a very long show. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. So, of course, James E. Cornette at ringside for the Midnight yes. Express. Uh, ooh, this is probably this might be my favorite matchup of this uh, this quarter. They'll be facing the Hollywood Blondes, Brian oh. Pillman and Steve Austin. Nice. Oh, that's gonna be so good. Oh man. Good, good times, and and Colonel Parker will be in their corner. Yeah. Uh, Robert Fuller from the Stud Stable. That that's who Colonel Parker is, by mm. the way. My God, why did I forget that? <laughs> well, you didn't forget. You just remembered. Yeah, him. I just remembered. You're right. 
Alright, next match starts off with Minute Work, Chris Canyon and Mark Starr. Yeah, that was in WCW right before the whole flock bit. Mm. And well no, not the flock. Canyon wasn't in the flock. He mm. was in um he was he was um Wrath or Mort Mortis was Brian Clark. Wait. No, he was uh, sorry, Canyon <laughs> was Mortis. Yeah. Canyon was Mortis yeah. and Brian Clark was, was Wrath. Yeah. yeah. But this was like a weird. They were just like construction workers, and they came in with like road signs and cones work. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so they were just jobbed out on. Uh, and they faced. Uh, sometimes they would beat guys with a squash match, but it was it was one of those WCW Saturday Night Tag mm, Teams. Yeah. Really doing them a favor in my publicity of them here. <laughs> uh, and for good reason, they'll be facing the Samoan SWAT team or the Head Shrinkers, depending yeah. on which federation you yeah. liked in the uh, 80s or 90s. Uh, Fatu and Samu, just nice. a, amazing. I think, uh, in terms of entertainment value, I think actually outdid the Wild Samoans. But former WWF world class and three time, uh, sorry, former, let me do that one more time. Former WWF tag team champions, former world class Texas tag team champions, and three time world class world tag team champions. Oh. The Samoan SWAT team, one of my favorite team names ever, too, by the way. I just can't talk, that's all. <laughs> Apparently. All right, well, the next match starts off with a very recent team, the Nexus. Is this going to be just uh, Gabriel and Slater? Let's go with that. I, I would like to vote for that because we, if we haven't mentioned that on the show, we've been very impressed with uh, Slater and Gabriel. Yeah, it seemed like they were thrown is, together, but yeah. they have great chemistry. They, Yeah, I mean, they work really well in the ring together like you were saying they cut the ring off fast tags like good tag team wrestling and they, yeah. they work well together they look good together so. yeah that whole thing where you back the guy into the corner yeah. and you hold him and you tag the other guy and the other guy comes and hits yeah. him behind like I said, I'm not a fan of Heath Slater really but when he's tagging with Gabriel they both look good yeah so. um, and they will be facing another team bore out of a faction uh, Evolution the team of oh, Ric wow. Flair and Batista <laughs> two time world tag team champions so kind of one of the teams I forgot about but I was like oh I guess they do kind of need to be in there because they did consistently team up with each other and yeah. that was WWE's doing because they really wanted Batista to be somebody mm. who better than right. Flair to uh, get him going and you know I think Batista even you know as much as I don't like him I remember him saying that if I hadn't been in a tag team with Ric Flair I wouldn't be where I am today yeah. so um, next match starts off with the Ministry of Darkness consisting of Midian and Viscera. Yes, they were the consistent tag team representatives yeah. of of the Ministry of Darkness, especially considering the APA broke off from them like way yeah. early. So, you know, you would always see those guys team up with each other. Yeah. So I think that's a formidable team to have in there. So yeah, that's no. one of those teams. Let's see who they draw though. Uh, it was a dirty, ugly team. Very dirty and ugly team. Not necessarily their looks but yeah and the eyeball can be in the corner if you want <laughs> they'll be facing the team of the southern boys also known as the young pistols that would be steve armstrong <laughs> and tracy smothers former wcw u.s tag team champions former ovw champions nwa florida nwa southeast a lot of nwa <laughs> former two-time continental wrestling tag team champions nice. very cool high-flying team Girls liked them. <laughs> so basically the get-up contrast to who they're facing. Right. right. That's good. It's good to have a yeah. uh, matchup like that. Yeah, it's stars and bars versus the pentagram, basically. <laughs> I like okay. it. 
Uh, next up starts off with one of my favorite tag teams ever, the world's greatest tag team, Benjamin and Haas. Ah, uh, yes, who have who are have been active this year. Yeah, two-time WWE tag team champions, only two times. Only two times. <laughs> well, let's see. Someone's got a tall task ahead of them. I'm gonna go to the bottom of the skull for this one. Okay. I'm dealing off the top here, like a bad Vegas card guy. They will be facing Team Canada from TNA, oh. a team of Bobby Roode, now known as Robert yeah. Roode, and EY, Eric Young. That would be a great match. That would be a very great match. I don't know who I would pick, but it would be a great match. Yeah. So, everybody go do your research on that one, because nothing wrong with Team Canada. They were very dominant for a very long time in yeah. TNA. All right, matchup number 16 starts off with the No Remorse Corps, consisting of Roderick Strong and Davey Richards, Ooh. former Pro Wrestling Guerrilla champions. Yes, and some uh, Ring of Honor World Champion yeah. uh, contenders at this point in their career. So. If you left that match up, you would be very beat up after that match. Yeah. Because Roderick Strong would clothesline the crap out of you, and Davey would just beat on you. Yeah. As uh, Venturi used to say, them's teeth rattlers monsoon. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> it's almost like the babies. Uh, it's almost like the junior versions that grew up to be these guys. Yeah. What they People, scouting guys, like to say these guys are those guys. Right. The No Remorse Corps is facing the horseman team of Chris Benoit de Malenko. Wow. Benoit Malenko. So... That's going to be tough. <laughs> I feel sorry for both those teams because one of them's not getting out of the first round. Uh, yeah. that That's good for... Uh, I'm not sure if it's the matchup we just did or the one after oh, yeah, it. Whoever's, yeah. Uh, but I don't envy them, but the other teams are breathing a sigh, that's for sure. <laughs> wow. That's a hard hitter right there. Uh, all right. Next matchup starts off with Men on a Mission. Mo oh. and Mabel. Mo and Mabel. And Oscar at ringside. <laughs> yeah. Rapping. Former tag team champions. They are, yes. They uh, appeared at WrestleMania 10, one of the greatest WrestleManias ever. It's so, like how they have mom written on their tights. Here. Yeah, mom. Yeah. Uh, I just remember going, man, there's a 500-pound guy just appear out of nowhere. <laughs> right. I just remember when he showed up. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I remember their finisher. Check this out. Their finisher was uh, Mo getting on the top rope and basically lunging himself onto Mabel viscera's yeah. back and just an extra oomph for the splash yeah. he would get on the guy that was the finish like a thousand pound splash yeah basically a thousand pound splash i like that that should be the name of it <laughs> they are facing a uh a, an old wwf 80s team in jim powers and paul roma the young stallions mm. who um for some reason used to come out to a jimmy hart song even though he had nothing to do with them really <laughs> You can clearly hear him singing on it. <laughs> did so, he write a lot of those songs back then? He did, yeah. That's, this is very true. I remember them trying to do an angle with that, like, Jimmy's very mad that they stole his song. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing ever came out of it. <laughs> Good. Um, next matchup uh, starts off with Deuce and Domino. Ah, yeah. They actually did win the WWE titles at one point. So they did. They actually ended the uh, tremendously long streak of Paul London and Brian yeah, Kendrick. that's right. So. Also former DSW and three-time OVW champions. Yes. Even though Domino is clearly the better wrestler of the two, yeah. uh, I really like that tag team, and yeah. I'm a sucker for 50 stuff for some reason. So <laughs> yeah, I, it's weird. I dug the gimmick like hell, 
And uh, I miss Cherry, too. Yeah, uh, she was Cherry. cool. So I remember hearing about that in OVW, thinking they'll never do that when they get called up. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. Oh, good God. You ready for this one, Adam? And Chris. Hmm. They're facing the skyscrapers. <laughs> Dangerous Dan Spivey and Sid Vicious. Wow. Right. That's gonna be a s that's gonna be a slugfest basically. <laughs> with a few cool high impact maneuvers, right. power slams, a lot of power bombs. Yes. There you go. Hmm. Next matchup uh starts off with what I consider a classic ECW team, but they were actually champions in TNA, Simon Diamond and Swinger. Yeah. Very, very cool. I We really liked that team, too. Yeah. And uh, it was a real shame, because they basically were just like a really good predominant team of like the last year or so yeah. of the company. But, uh... God, what was that? That finish... Okay, yeah. Their finish was what the snapshot. Yeah. What Eminem did. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're really cool. I remember it just being the fact that Simon Dime was completely frustrated with ECW and Swinger was just like, hey, take it easy. Yeah. yeah. I'm from Atlanta. Right. <laughs> I just remember him saying that all the time. Oh, they're facing another version of the Natural Born Thrillers. Uh, Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare, also former WCW Tag Team Champions. Yeah. That was the team that brought the titles to WWE. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So... Probably, I guess, the most famous lineup at this point, even though the other ones have been a little more decorated. Yeah. So that's pretty. And you know that that's a that's a good matchup on paper, in my opinion. If you really want to be scientific about it, because all those guys are very similar in size, and almost resting ability. Yeah, I think Palumbo and O'Hare have the size advantage by yeah. a bit. Simon Swinger probably have the crafty wrestling uh, advantage. Yeah. So that's a good matchup. I like that. Yeah. All right, well, matchup number 20 starts off with Scott Hall and Kurt Henning. Oh, yeah. Former and AWA champions. Yeah, even though they might have actually teamed up together later on as NWO teammates. Mm. Oh, yeah. But yeah. they won the AWA tag belts back when Scott Hall was still showing signs of Gator Scott Hall with his Magnum <laughs> TA look. Yeah. Sort of, uh, you've seen those yeah. pictures. That's uh pretty awesome. And here's another fun fact. Scott Hall and Kurt Henning... I believe with the help of Sherry Martell, were the team that outseated the Midnight Rockers oh, for wow. the AWA Tag Champions. Nice. So, sent the packing out to WWF land. Oh, that's very cool. <laughs> so, I don't think you really have to chase them out of there, but because they definitely <laughs> yeah. upgraded themselves afterwards. And they all did. They all wound up in the same company. Yeah. Ooh, and they're teaming up with uh, one of the first teams I really liked when I was a kid when I first started watching. Uh, the Powers of Pain. The Warlord and the Barbarian. Oh, nice. Also, PWI is number 97 huh. uh, out of 100 tag teams of all time. So they just broke in, but pretty cool. And I, I think that they uh, Vince didn't do enough with them, and I really think he really, much like Demolition, Vince really de-pushed those guys and basically broke them up because he knew he was going to get yeah. Hawk and Animal to come in. Yeah. And they were like a knockoff of a knockoff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. But they had good, very underrated wrestling ability. And Warlord at 3.30. You've seen the guy. Yeah. Not an ounce of fat on his body. Yeah. Uh, Vince said he never failed a drug test. Oh. I just, yeah. I wonder if the, uh, the guidelines were as strenuous as they are today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know, but... He's like, he had the, he, Vince always singles out the Warlord as the most impressive physique he's yeah. ever seen, ever, so. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, if you got like there's no veins on them, it's just like it's kind of getting weird. But <laughs> it's kind of getting a little weird. It's just yeah. And they put a fam of the opera mask on him and he went single. Yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> Let's give him a full Nelson as a finisher and put a stupid mask yeah, on. That's him. how I remember him the most is with that silly mask. Yeah. Oh God. Um, well, next up, I keep you on the ECW guys. Apparently, that's uh, all right. Full-blooded Italians, the FBI consisting of Little Guido and Tracy Smothers. Ah, one of the original lineups. Because yeah, because yeah, we already drew the uh, Mach Two version yeah. already. So. Smothers and Guido, which was, uh, they were wrestling in the first, first ECW match. The first match. show that we saw. Yeah. I was like, that guy's not Italian, that's Tracy Smothers. I was like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Full-blooded, uh, so I guess that means we have to call them the full-blooded high Italians. Yes. For this version. Wasn't that like a multiple team match? Like, were Balls and Axel in that? Balls and, and Axel got involved, and there was another team, but I just don't remember who they were. They might have been during a road It kill. was, yeah. Yeah. They came in and killed him with chairs and garbage. Okay, so it was just a one on one, and then Balls and Axel just came in. Yeah. Couldn't remember. All right. Uh, the next team is a, another submitted uh, Chikara. Uh, they'll be facing the FBI. Dorado Sanchez, the team of Lentz Dorado and Peaky Sanchez. I checked. Hmm. It's Lentz, not Lance. Yeah, it's Lentz. <laughs> so Lentz Dorado and Peaky Sanchez. Dorado Sanchez from Chikara. I've seen Lentz Dorado before. I don't recognize Sanchez. But. Yeah. This is one of the things that I get excited when I see those. Since I haven't seen this team, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get to finally watch them. I have a reason now. Yeah. So what number matchup is this, Chris? Coming up on number 22. All right. And starts off with the Road Warriors. Oh, I knew it was going to oh. happen eventually. And their list of accomplishments is very daunting. You want to try to do it like in 10 seconds? <laughs> uh, well, just everything you have listed here. Uh, two-time WWF, NWA, AWA, AJPW, NWA, Georgia, National, four times, and the number one tag team in PWI. Wow. So they are number one on PWI's list. Probably a favorite to win, I would have to say. Probably a favorite to win, but it's the luck of the draw, and it is a fan vote. So, sorry, I'm I'm, I'm spacing this out way too much. This is a special shake for the Road Warriors right here. Okay. Or the Legion of Doom. Right. Oh, good God. What? This is the bombshell of the whole tournament, dude. Okay. I'm not even being funny. This isn't going to be a squash. Okay. This match happened once. Oh, wow. At Starcade 1989 in the Tag Team Point Tournament. Oh, all right. Road Warriors versus Rick and Scott, the Steiner Brothers. Wow. Two-time WWF, seven-time NWA WCW Tag Champs, Former NWA United States Tag Team Champions and two-time IWGP Tag Team wow, Champions. we did not plan this at all. Oh. Who won that match? Uh, the Steiners won the match at oh. Starcade. Uh, and I, I'll never forget, Cornette was in the color booth with Jim Ross, and he said, that's the first time I've ever seen the Road Warriors get pinned. Damn. And it, I, on television, I think it was, actually. Huh. That's... So they're, they always got counted out or something yeah. if they lost. Wow. Road Warriors versus Steiners. One of these teams will not even get to round two. That's, That's crazy. That is crazy. Oh. How are you going to follow that matchup? You can't. We're gonna... I wish that was the last <laughs> match of the show. Well, the next matchup starts off with Hawkins and Ryder. All right. The Edgeheads. Yep. Former WWE, OVW, and DSW tag champs. Deep South Wrestling, yeah. That's a... Uh... It's nothing to sneeze at, and uh, I don't even think people remember that they were WWF Tag Team Champions, but... Yeah, 
Mostly. They, they were for a while, weren't they? Yeah, not too, not too bad. They just never really got to defend they, them yeah, a whole they didn't lot. Get to do anything with it, but I remember them having the, the belts. What was their first team name when they came into WWE on on television? I don't remember. They were the Major Brothers uh, for just a little bit. I don't think I, I don't remember even seeing that. They took them off TV for a while. And they sold them as brothers, but they yeah. weren't. Yeah. And then they came back as Edge clones, like they after so, they'd been off yeah, TV for a while. When they were doing the Edgehead thing, they were so hard to tell apart from each yeah. other. Is another team that two guys that were kind of hard to tell apart when they stood next to each other. Uh, the team of Chronic, Brian Adams <laughs> and Brian Clark. They even uh, have the same first name. And one of them's Y, one of them's I. Two time WCW tag team champions and former All Japan. Who knew? Oh, well. Yeah. I remember that terrible, terrible <laughs> match they had in WWE. I think Taker was really, really mad himself for vouching for those yeah. guys because they had. Those guys had kind of burned their bridge with Vince, too. And it was that one match at that one pay-per-view, and they were gone. You didn't see gone. them again. That was Unforgiven 2001. Yeah, it was them versus Undertaker and Kane, right? Yeah, it was god-awful. <laughs> Astounding how terrible it was. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's one of those matches where you think, like, okay, what's the worst matches I've ever seen? Okay, there's that that's one. one. It's it, it, so Undertaker and Kane, the magic continued from there because yeah. they had the ability to make them disappear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up starts off with Harlem Heat 2000. Oh yeah, okay. Because Booker T had had all of his single success, yeah. and then um, you know Stevie Ray comes in and goes, "Man, I'm gonna get Harlem Heat back together, but I got a better guy." And he brought in Ahmed Johnson. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he wasn't called Ahmed Johnson. Yeah. Even I forget what he was called. Yeah. Big T. That was it. Big T. That's much better. Yeah, Harlem Heat 2000. They didn't have a lot of matches, but I was like, hey, let's throw in something wacky like that. <laughs> Can Harlem Heat 2000 get to the second round? <laughs> Remember Stevie Ray's awesome color commentary in the booth? <laughs> oh, yeah, he called all the women yaks. I remember that. Yaks? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's okay, because they're facing now WWE Hall of Famers that we saw go in, the Funks. Mm-hmm. Terry and Dory Funk, nice. 12-time NWA Tag Team Champions, and there are so many various promotions yeah. that they had the Tag Team Belts at, I didn't even list them. So probably guess who's going to win that. Yeah. Could we possibly see the Funks versus the winner of of the Road Warriors versus Steiners? Um, probably so. Eventually, uh, maybe. Yeah, if if depending on the draw over yeah. or under. Because they're going to get past those other two teams, yeah. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> All right, next up, match number 25 uh, starts off with Too Much slash Too Cool, the team of Brian Christopher and Scott Taylor. I'm always going to love the Too Much version better. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we personally, like, just, we used to watch those guys on Shotgun Saturday Night, yeah. and they were just so yeah. fun. Doing that, was, the... that was a time with uh, the Hardy Boys were on Shotgun every week, and yeah. Edge and, or The Brood every yeah. week. Yeah, so. and... It was just so much fun. It, you know, it's it's an age-old gimmick in wrestling, but it works. The We hug each other a lot and yeah. get a lot of crowd heat. Yeah. The Rougeos did it. So many people did it. Brian Christopher's laugh. Oh, God. Yeah. I just remember, I think, I don't remember, he went up to Sable, I think it was one time. It was one thing that sticks out to yeah. me the most. It's like, you know you want my number. Yeah. And he just, like, laughs in her I, face. Yeah. <laughs> no, you want my uh, phone number. Yeah, so good. Best part, I, I remember, um, I think he was wrestling Taka, and he did his, that great sunset flip into a powerbomb to the floor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot he did that. And he just looks, 
he's he face all in the camera going, The boy's dead. He yeah. does that laugh. Yeah. I miss but, Brian Christopher. Yeah, and Scott Taylor hadn't been doing anything. He was a he was a jobber in the cruiserweight tournament yeah. that they had brought out, but you know, they liked him, so yeah. they cut his hair and put him in Brian Christopher and it totally yeah. worked. Well for a while wasn't Scott Taylor like one of the longest tenured wrestlers there? Yeah, yeah he had he had been there since like nineteen ninety or something yeah. like that. He was as a you know, enhancement talent. Yeah. But too cool, of course. You know, got over like a mother. I was, I, I was very yeah, surprised. I was happy too. for him. Yeah. I didn't like the gimmick as much, but I was happy I for him. It was one of those things. Uh, okay. Speaking of that era, this this matchup probably did happen at one point. Uh, they're facing the team of the corporation, Ken Shamrock and the Big Boss Man, oh, wow. former WWF tag team champions, yeah. and they. It was one of those ones where I'm like, could it be a super team? But I think that they actually teamed up enough. To yeah. be considered for this tournament, so there you go. Remember who beat uh, the corporation for the belts? I bet you remember that. Um, no, I don't. Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart. Was it? Because nice. it seemed like yeah, they were going to be really hard team. to beat, but Deborah distracted okay. Bossman enough to pull it off. So. I wasn't big on Jarrett until then. Yeah. And then I became a huge fan. Yeah. Um. All right. Next up starts off with the Bushwhackers. Ah, one of your favorites, Luke and Butch. Yep. Um, multiple titles, it says, in the NWA and uh, PNW and Stampede. And that's when they were the Sheep Herders, mm. one of the most hated teams, and if num- you can believe that. Number P- 71 all-time for PWI. Yeah. And j- just for humor's sake, I'm I'm sure a lot of people that are going to be judging this are familiar with the Bushwhackers. Go see if you can find some Sheep Herders matches. Yeah. Give you a different perspective on those guys. So maybe it'll help in the tournament. So, so can you do... Can you consider the sheep herders? You said bushwhackers. So. I'll go ahead. You can do that if you want. You know. <laughs> so you didn't put the sheep herders in as a separate team. I, I did not okay. because it's the same two it's guys. It's like yeah. the APA and yeah. The, yeah, and the acolytes. Yeah. Uh, another team that had an identity crisis. <laughs> They'll face that's very good, and I know they face these guys a lot. The team of the Destruction Crew in the AWA or in the WWF, the Beverly Brothers. Mm. Mike Enos and Wayne Bloom, former AWA Tag Team Champions. Never won a WWF Tag Team Champion, but I really think that those guys really got a raw deal in WWF because they were really good wrestlers. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. But um, So, once again, either way that you want it. The Destruction Crew was the only tag team to win Pro Wrestling Illustrated Rookie of the Year. Wow. I still remember that. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. All right. Well, next up is Rhythm and Blues, Honky Tonk Man and Greg Valentine. Ah, yes. And you know what's funny? I remember more matches with those guys as a tag team before they put the shoe polish in Greg Valentine's hair. Because <laughs> yeah. they used to wrestle all the time together because they were managed by Jimmy Hart anyway. Yeah. So I don't remember a whole lot of Rhythm and Blues matches, but I just named them that for the sake of the tournament. Yeah. So there you go. So you could see you could see them wrestle the Hart Foundation at WrestleMania Five if you need a good yep. reference point. So, yeah. One lucky guy and one guy doesn't get warmed up for 15 minutes. <laughs> right. I bet he's horrible at sound check. <laughs> Another team, the Bushwhackers. Uh, Bushwhackers wound up pissing off those guys at six. Mm, yeah. And they're facing the team of the original Midnight Express, the Mach 1, Dennis Condry and Randy Rose, <laughs> uh, two-time AWA Southern Tag Team Champions and former AWA World Tag Team Champions. And... Here's a little side note. Uh, the original Midnight Express got brought in in the late 80s by Polly Dangerously to the NWA because 
because he hated Jim Cornette so much, he went and found his old Midnight Express and feuded with the current Midnight Express. And they had a loser leaves NWA match, and that's actually on WWE's Heat Seekers DVD, Legends of Wrestling. (laughs) So if you need a good reference point, that's a damn good reference point. So there you go, original Midnight Express. Very cool. Well, match number 28 starts off with another one of my favorite teams of all time, the Rockers. Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, who didn't ever win the WWE uh, titles. Not officially, but they were booked to win. There was a phantom tag title change that they taped for Saturday Night's Main Event. Uh, It was a two out of three fall match. The rope is, the the top rope was broken by the second fall, and they did the match anyway. And Mm -hmm. the match was so terrible that they never aired it. So they decided not to do it at all at that point. So they didn't even get the the titles did, no did they win that match that never aired they won the match that never aired wow there's footage of it on Shawn michaels dvd mm-hmm. the the not the newest one that came out this year but the documentary one gotcha. the heartbreak and triumph yeah. one happened but it didn't they're only awa tag team champions yeah. officially and number 33 on the pwi list nice i'd say you know depending on who you draw they could be underdogs they could be favorites it's one of those things, one of my but favorites. I, I would, I would, you know, favorite of mine. That's yeah. for sure. The the team that probably kept me watching. Yeah. So. Well, I have a Rockers T-shirt from back then. So. That's awesome. Well, they'll be facing a another team that got a raw deal in WWE, uh, the Dicks, aka the Tolans, former Ohio Valley champions, and. Yeah, so look, I would probably look up Tolan's matches, honestly. Yeah. So go check out the Tolan's. Yeah, be careful searching for the dicks, <laughs> especially <laughs> on the internet. Oh, boy. Anyway. but uh, Or you could just let the Rockers win the match. No, no, right. give the Tolan's a fair chance. They're good wrestlers. Uh, Lance Storm recommends them, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't he, really he, ever remember seeing... I think I saw him like maybe once or twice. One of the guys in there, Tank Toland, is a guy that... I remember Lance Storm singling out name, as a yeah. guy is a guy that he said that that guy should have been a bigger star than he is. Yeah. So they, they suffer from lack of height, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about them. So, Well, continuing my streak, another one of my favorite tag teams, the Hart Foundation. Oh, could we see the Hearts and Ooh, the Rockers? This is, this is actually the Owen Hart and British Bulldog version. Ooh, okay, yeah. The uh, late 90s version. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It did win the... Uh, tag titles at one point. Yes, they did. That's why I listed them. That's that's one of those things, like, you know, we think, some of us think Heart Foundation, Hitman, and Anvil, but, yeah. man, that, that, yeah. the the gang version is yeah. so freaking cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brett, Owen, Bulldog, Pillman, yep. and, uh, wait, did I miss Anvil. Him? Anvil, sorry, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> but, yeah, they were, that, that was so cool. I was just, I never thought they would ever do it, and they finally did it. Yeah. So, all right. So not the classic Heart Foundation, possibly versus the Rockers. Right. Not sure how this bracket's gonna pay. Oh, good God! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't plan this one either. You're gonna think we did. They're facing the team. It is father versus son, the Hart Dynasty. Wow. Tyson really? Kidd and David Hart Smith. Wow. So this is what fantasy tournaments are all about, right here. <laughs> wow! Who believe? Well, seriously? Did I you just draw another the, favorite? I just drew the Hart Foundation: Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart. Oh my god! <laughs> seriously? Oh my god! I'm looking at it. 
What's uh, their PWI rank for all time? 37. Yeah. 37? Yeah, it's kind of low. That is very low. Uh, Weird. Two-time, two right? Yep, two-time champs. Oh, good God. It's going to be a crazy bracket. This is the heart section right yeah. here. And they're going to be facing... It's too bad high energy already uh, wound up on here. Elwin and Yoko happening. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen. Let's, let's see if the British Bulldogs are next. <laughs> <laughs> Do we already, I, I don't remember if we pulled them already. Have we pulled them already? I don't remember. I don't know. No, but it's crazy. They're facing... Oh, I didn't see that one. I dropped one and put it back. Okay. They are facing the Rock and Sock Connection. <laughs> Rock and Mankind. Three-time WWF Tag Team Champions. That's silly. Do you remember all three reigns of that? No, I don't. <laughs> They're fighting the original Heart Foundation. <laughs> Have fun, guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a crazy bracket. All right, two matches left. This is 31. Um, head cheese. Steve Blackman and El Snow. <laughs> so Mankind could potentially face El Snow. Yes. Is there a mascot at ringside for this one? Why yes. not? I don't like Cheesy McCheeserton? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a midget guy with a mustache and yeah. a cheese wedge outfit. And, and no bottom to the suit that he had. That's right. And they'll be facing Dream Team 2, Greg Valentine and Dino Bravo. Hmm. Uh, they didn't last a long time, but... Um, I kind of wanted Dino in this, so I, I think it's still relevant, though. Yeah. I like Dino Bravo. Even when I was a kid and I wasn't supposed to, I liked Dino Bravo. Yeah. I don't know why. Just a good power wrestler. Yeah. Just had a lot of oomph and, yeah. and delivery, you know. I don't know. All right. Last matchup of this round, or mm -hmm. this quarter of the round. Uh, Two-time ECW Tag Team Champions, Mikey Whipwreck and Cactus Jack. Ooh. Yeah. And... uh they won the tag belts without Mikey, with Mikey getting the roll-up, and it was his first offensive move yeah. in the history of the company. <laughs> so, I remember uh, reading about that and going, that's so crazy. Well, leave it to Paul Lee to do something yeah. like that. So who and the last team drawn of the night. Uh, here's a new tag team from Chikara. Los Ice Cream. <laughs> El Hio del Ice Cream and Ice Cream Jr. <laughs> so, I know that Claudio has something to do with those guys, too. Really? Like, he's actually been an ice cream guy. Really? Yeah. I've, I know what they look like, but I think, so. I I think I that's right. I've seen a match. Yeah, I haven't seen a match either, but it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> what a crazy comedy match that would be. you got Mikey yeah. and Cactus and Los Ice Cream. <laughs> so, I guess on that note, we should go get some ice cream. <laughs> Sounds Since good. this uh, this quarter is over, yes, and good God, man, <laughs> Steiners and Road Warriors, Hearts versus Hearts. This yeah. has been a crazy night. This is not WWE random drawing where it's not random. We actually <laughs> didn't plan this at all. So. Yes, <laughs> very awesome. Would you like to um, be someone that would actually vote on Road Warriors versus Steiner Brothers? Can you make that decision? If so. If you're gonna have to contact us. Like to do that, you can email us at whs at cnjradio.com. Uh, just go to cnjradio.com, and you can find links there to our Facebook, where you can message us there, which might be easier because we probably check that more often. Yeah. Anyway, so you can only vote once. Yes, go like <laughs> us on Facebook. Um, do that and check out MeVO because we'll have some stuff on there, crazy stuff coming up. Yeah. So and you can recommend judges uh, if you email someone and they send us an yeah. email saying so and so sent me. Tell then your friends and we'll say welcome, judge. 
Yes. Judge us. Help us judge. Yes. And, uh, God, my head's spinning still from some of these <laughs> matchups. Um, father versus son, that's that's just as that's crazy, crazy, I think. So, uh, uh, original Midnight Express, regular-ass Midnight Express. <laughs> I got some work to do, Chris. Yes. All right, everybody, go forth, and don't forget to cut the ring off. Okay. Bye. Uh, bye. Come back for part three of four of the first round. Round. Yes. Later. Later. <laughs>